This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Life is made up of many gorgeous moments. Cherish them all, big and small, with Blue Nile. Whether it's for yourself or a loved one, Blue Nile's unrivaled selection of expertly crafted fine jewelry and statement pieces help make all your moments sparkle. Blue Nile's experts are on hand to guide you, and their diamond guarantee ensures you get the highest quality at the best price. Celebrate a life well-lived in the most radiant way, and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Muck Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Muck Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result... You'll always be winning with muck delivery, just like Leicester City this season. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app. And you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hi everybody, Jerry Taggart here. Now be sure to watch Chris and Lester Till I Die TV by subscribing on YouTube and following them on social media for all the latest Leicester City news and information. Come on you foxes! Welcome back, and thank you very much for coming. Uh, we'll blame Craig for that one because it was working fine till he joined us. But uh, hey, a few gremlins. Um, <laughs> oh, you've got to love technology, haven't you? Anyway, you are, and we'll try this again. Fingers crossed it'll work this time. You are watching Leicester Till I Die TV. It kind of works. <laughs> I don't know what's going on tonight, but welcome along. Um, normally, Friday, 7.30, we have got the Opposition View show, but we've got no opposition this weekend, although at the rate it's going, we might not have any opposition next weekend either. So we've got a bit of a special, and what we're going to be looking at is... We're going to be choosing our, not our favourite, but our strongest formation and strongest lineup when everybody is fit. And if you look at the squad we've got, it is an amazing squad. And we're where we are at the moment, which is first in the Premier League, first in our Europa League group, with what at times has been our third string team. So uh, we're going to say today... 
try and put together our strongest 11. Um, and just to prove to any ladies that are watching um, that men can multitask, uh, we are going to be in two places tonight, uh, as we are every week now. If you're watching on YouTube, it's Lester Till I Die TV. Um, subscribe and like the videos, please, and join in. And if you are on Facebook, um, well, you were just in the group, Facebook, uh, Lester Till I Die. Uh, remember to click on the link for StreamYard. It means you just brings your name up and we can see who we're talking to. And if not, stick your name at the end and we can give you a shout out. So, um, Rob McFarlane, good evening, Rob. And thanks a lot for coming back with us. Nice to have you back. Um, thanks for sticking with us. And talking of um, sticking with us, I'm just going to get rid of that there. I've got all three chums meeting in one place. It's like a meeting of the Doctor Who's here. So we'll say good evening to uh, my opposite, uh, my post-match chum, Brad. Good evening, Brad. Good evening, Chris. How are you? Uh, well, I'm all right now. We've got it working. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. So Brad, and Brad, what, tell us you've got a little uh, something else going on this uh, tonight, haven't you? Yes, yeah, so um, some of you may have seen something like this before, and as you can see on the screen, it's um, remember the game. What I'm going to do through the show is Chris is going to pop uh, the clues up on the on the screen as well, and I'm going to read them out. You can get five clues through the evening, through the show, and there'll be little hints as to what happened in that game, facts about that game. And if you think you know what it was, and, and if you can get the bonus point of the scoreline, you know, just a little bit of fun for you guys where you'll get closer to the evenings. And if you guess it, um, obviously Chris knows the answer because I have to tell him that so he can make a note. But if you want to guess in the comments down below, get in the get get guessing in the comments down below um, yeah. when the questions and clues come up and it'll and, give you a yeah. shout out if you get it right. We are. Ju I am just going to say one of the caveats on that is we are going to need the date because otherwise you can just keep naming teams all along. So yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah well, we I, I, I got well. the date to you in the end, didn't I? You I did. did. I've, I've got. I've got the. I've got the date. So that that'll be coming up in a minute. Five clues as the evening go along. Hopefully you'll do better than me because I was nowhere near getting it. Uh, uh, let's say hello to uh, Mark. Good evening, Mark. Morning, Chris. Morning, Chris. Evening, Chris. How are you? <laughs> Morning. Are you, are you on nights? I know you got a new job, and congratulations for that. But uh, <laughs> nice to have you along. And, of course, we're going to be picking our um, strongest 11 and strongest formation. And I, I really, really hope that you have kept a little space there for Inacho to, to come in this evening. There is a space for him, most definitely, on the bench. <laughs> I won't ask. I won't ask where it is. I've got a soft spot for him. It's a swamp at the bottom of the garden. But hey, let's not go there. Thanks for joining us, Mark. And if no Mark problem. has to go suddenly, um, it's because of his new job. So uh, hopefully he will stay with us. Um, but we'll see how the evening progresses. So uh, back in a minute, Mark. And finally, uh, the troublesome one of the three, um, <laughs> the third of the three amigos. Good evening to you, Craig. Evening, Chris. How are you doing? I'm all right, mate. How are you? Yeah, I'm very good, thank you. Now, you, now you were saying actually ready for, just uh, off ready for the weekend. Yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah, go on. We all. But you were, we were talking just before we um, we came live, and you were saying that this is actually harder to, to do than sort of ask the difficult questions like regarding the Gang of Four with Barry Pierpoint the other night. 
Uh, definitely. I'm in front of me. I've got I've got four different um, formations and lineups, and I think I've chosen one. <laughs> we'll see as the evening goes on. Well, you can you can change, but uh, but brilliant. Yep. So I'll come back in a second, Craig. So. Welcome along to say uh, Brad, Mark and Craig there. Thanks for joining us. Um, so, yeah, the idea is the first thing we're going to do is pick out a formation. Um, we've got three chums. I don't get a vote unless it's three different ones. Hopefully we'll either have a, a majority of three or a 2-1 and we'll come up I say with our strongest team um, not sure who said this because it's just coming up as Facebook user and he's already gone for Casper, Castagna, Fafana Evans, Fuchs, Pierre <laughs> Mendy, Luke Luke, Maddy, Vardy and Under so um, there, there's one to get to, to get us thinking I mean some of the positions are going to be really really easy but some of them I think it's going to be a tough choice, to be honest with you. And do you stick with the players that are up? Oh, stick with the players that are already in and doing well for us, or you know, do you do you go on? Oh, you know, that guy's good; he's the best. We will bring him back in. Hey, they've got to choose, not me. But we're going to start with the first clue of the evening. Let's get the game underway. So we'll welcome Brad back in, and um, let's do guess the game and clue number one. Go for it, Brad. Yeah, so these is clues just to get it out of the way there. Is this was a Premier League uh, game in the 96 97 season under Martin? So we're looking, we're looking for a game for the 96 97 season. We were in the Premier League, and who was it against? Like I say, don't just start listing every single club and think you're going to win. You're not. And uh, and and Brad has said, by the way, that uh, whoever gets it right or the first person to get it right, he will come round and clean your flat. I don't remember agreeing to this, but do you not? Do you not? <laughs> I have it. I have it on tape. I have it on tape. I'm sure you <laughs> right. Do. Okay, mate. So there we go. That was the first clue. Just to reiterate that there, it was against the Premier League team in the 96-97 season. Every time we bring a clue, we'll bring the other ones up as well. So uh, we'll come back to you, Brad. Let's get Craig in and let's have a look. Let's start with the formation. So there's a lot of formations right, well, to, to, to choose from. There we go. There's, ju there's just a few to, uh, to wet your whistle. But I'm sure Craig. Um, oh well, I'm quite pleased um, that one of mine was there. So uh, I, <laughs> I mean, it, it's 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 tricky to get everyone in. So I've gone with mm. a with a five four five. Um, I'm not Ooh. I'm not sure that's allowed, though, is it? It um, isn't really. No, I'm just adding that no. up there. I think you've got a few too many players <laughs> in there. Yeah. So, so I, okay, if, I, we, if we went with that, Craig, I think we'd win the league. <laughs> we'd find a way not to. Um, I, I tell you what. Uh, yeah. So I've gone for, eventually, I've gone for a 4-3-2-1. 4-3-2-1. Interesting. Christmas bit almost. Yeah, indeed. Yeah, that's like a blast what, what, was your thought behind, what was your thoughts behind? I know. I'm going to say. I think it was. Um, I'm trying to think who was who was known for his Christmas tree formations. I can't remember now. But um, right. thoughts behind that? Well, I, I was trying to get the balance between uh, a solid back, but also trying to get our 
creative players on the pitch. Uh, and I went mm. through a few different variations and there was always at least two of the, the, the ones that I wanted on the pitch out. So this formation leaves me with sort of one who I think is, is very harsh that he's not getting a spot, but uh, I'm pretty mm. happy with the rest that, it, it, it sort of breaks down almost into a into a, a defensive five and, a, and, a, and an attacking five. So, well, let's. I mean, you you've now seen seen exactly what uh, problems the manager has every week in trying to keep everybody happy. <laughs> and I, uh, that that is the I, thing. Uh, a couple more. Um, uh, I think he will play the diamond formation. Now, is that Craig or is that Brendan? <laughs> uh, and very good that? evening <laughs> to a new viewer, Pam T. Greetings from Chicago. Hello from the Windy Hello, City. Pam. Is, that, is that Chicago? It is, is the, windy, the city. windy City. Indeed. It is the Windy City, yeah. And that's just not Trump speaking a lot either. Uh, so welcome, welcome along, Pam. Good to have you along. So, um, Craig, they're gone for a four-three-two-one. Let's bring Mark in. Um, he's saying, "Are you going for something different?" Well, that's interesting. He's gone for that. Very interesting. I thought we'd all go the same, but we, we won't be because mine's different. So I'm looking forward to hearing <laughs> what he's. Going to so mine's going to be a five-one-three-one, and that will consist of three centre halves, two wing backs, a holding midfielder three attacking and then one up front and the reason i, I went we... the reason no. i went for that is more for the the center halves we've got three fantastic center halves at our club that when we're all fit i think they'd be unstoppable it'd be uh, like a mountain to get around them and that's the reason why i've gone for that formation and and the players that we've got works for my formation and my team selection Right. Okay. I think we're going to end up with three uh, different ones here. Um, Pam says it's very windy. Uh, again, I, have, I don't think that's you, Mark. Don't 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 get upset. I think that's Chicago. She's on about. Well, stay safe, Pam. Um, don't uh, don't go outside if it's too bad. Um, and uh, Andy, hello. Good evening, Andy. How the devil are you? Um, Liverpool played with only two midfielders against Man City. So there's a lot of different formations. Some of us old enough to remember when everybody played a 4-4-2. But I don't think that is what Brad is going to go for. So um, good evening, Brad. Welcome back. Good evening. I think, yeah, I another, I think you're going to throw another formation into the uh, into the pot here, aren't you? Um. Yeah, yeah, I am. I'm going to go with a very a weird one, but sort of how we're lining up at the moment in the natural role they take. I'm going to go with a, a three centre-halves um, and I'm going to have two wing-backs, so it's going to be a back line of five. Um, okay. it, but uh, I suppose it depends on where we agree on the positions, whether that become a three solid at the back and a five in midfield. But then what I'd do is I'd stick a defensive midfield in front of that three attacking players and then uh well two two center mid players uh one ahead of them as a center attacking midfielder and then a lone striker i think that's enough numbers so, i think i've been the numbers right <laughs> i've got to, i've got to add this up because craig Five, confused me right six, at the no we're we're dead on there so um you've gone for it's basically a five one two one one yeah yeah essentially yeah, yeah. which might sound yeah. weirder in in practice but 
with the players. I kind of get where, where you're coming from. But I think, like you say, I think that's a little bit of what he's doing at the moment, which yeah. is like, I think the two wing backs, like you say, you could watch the same, you could watch on BBC, you could watch it on Sky, and the you know, BBC would have three at the back, and you know, the wing back across the midfield, Sky would have five back. So, I can see where you're coming from. So, thanks very much for that, guys. That means that I've got to make the decision. So, first job here for me, I thought you guys might actually agree, but you're not doing so. I've got to pick a formation out of that and see who I'm going to upset. Um, I think I'm going to have to go because it is the formation that we're kind of playing at the moment. So I think I'm going to go with Brad, which is the three stroke five, one, two, one, one. So I think that's kind of how we're playing uh, at the moment. So uh, is everybody happy with that? Are you happy with that, Craig? Well, of course not. <laughs> we're all managers. <laughs> we, all want our, we all want our own way. We all want our own way. Uh, but you know, you you have the casting vote, Chris. So you know, we have to okay. we have to go with what our chairman says. <laughs> if only, eh? if only. And uh, I've only done that, Mark. Just you know, might be able to sneak in Acho on there for you. But <laughs> so yeah, we're going to go with the uh, five one two one one. I think that's what we're going to have uh, go with. So tell you what, let's Chris, start first Chris, of all. Sorry, Chris. What I would yes. suggest is once we've got this, maybe at the end we can all give our own teams that we had because we're all going to lose that's some fine. players in this population. Yep. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, because you're going to have to move around. Remind me at the end, and then you can all, you know, go with what you would have come up with uh, at the start. You know, which again will be probably three. Well, we know if we informations, it'll be three wildly different teams. But um, right, so um, let's just uh, yeah. So we're going to say we're going to go with the, the five one two one one. Uh, so Brad will be be happy with that. But let's have a look. We are now um, going to have a look at putting the blocks into the holes, as they say. So um, we're going to look now, and that's not there's that formation, but there's a great team there. I think that's probably from last year because we've got Perez and Atro up front. Somehow I don't think that's going to happen tonight. Who knows? But uh, we have. Um, we are now going to put the say that the. the the, the blocks in the holes, as they say. And just as a reminder, not that you need it, but just have a look at uh, how our team actually... Uh, uh, how our squad is.
Oh, I don't know about you, but when I look at that, I'm thinking, what a bloody strong squad we've got. Uh, just see if we can get all four of you in just uh, briefly. Am I right? Is that is that not a really, really, really good squad? Yeah, very good. Very good squad. We've got a bit of depth now, so uh, it's looking good going forward. I would go as far as saying, when you look at that and compare that to the championship winning squad, um, you know that was a that was a team made up, as we know, of journeymen, you know, free transfers, rejects. You look at that, and you know, there's a fair, a fair few million pounds in that squad now. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I'd agree with that. Um, yeah. So I think I think we're all on edge trying to figure out which one we're, who's going to speak first. So uh, <laughs> right, well, let's, on, uh, let's get let's get the, let's get the easy position over with now. Unless one of you is going to totally uh, confuse me and throw a, a could get something completely from left field and bring Djokovic in, are we all going with the, with Casper Schmeichel in goal? So yes, from me. Yes. Conrad Logan. No, seriously, yeah, Casper. Casper, <laughs> Casper's fine. That's three yeses. You're through to the next round, Casper. Oh, I tell you what, it's, it's like Britain's got talent, but not, not as beautiful. So we're going to start with Casper. So that's that's the... Well, that, and there's possibly one right up um, at the other end that might be an easy choice as well. But uh, Andy's just briefly said there, um, if it will come in, uh, that's a Premier League winning squad. I wouldn't argue with that, Andy, to be honest with you. I wouldn't argue at all. But, uh, well, let's start with... Um, I'm going to start with Brad, because we went with his um, his his choice at the start. Um, you're going with three centre-backs. Yes, I am. And I just... Yeah, and I went with them because it might be seen as a cop out. Because it would have been, it might have been more interesting to kind of decide between the three who you mm. put there with um, Craig's formation because he went with a back, a back line of four. But I think we've seen that maybe with the young, the youth we've got there in Fafana and who looks years ahead of the game for for how long he's been playing it, which isn't long at all, you know. And, and maybe something we lacked and something we've we've kind of really addressed over the last four games we've definitely seen is our defensive frailties of, of maybe getting caught out and conceding a lot from set pieces. And and we've seemed to have nullified that by, by adding an extra man in there. And I just think when the likes of, of like we're doing this for, Sionchu is in there alongside for Farner and Evans. I just think that's a quality back three that can deal with it and allow us to be more attacking which is why i went with the attacking style win backs so yep. so you're going with evans Fafana, and soyuncu yeah i just can't look past them as the three starts from what i've seen of them i think that's yeah. a strong three I think that is not a bad shout, but uh, we'll see if you uh, if, if if the other guys agree with you. Mark, what do you think for a back three or yeah, centre back been, three? Sorry, that would have been exactly the same as mine. I think Brad's going with the back five that I picked. I think it's going to be exactly the same. But I'd have Evans in the middle, uh, Fafana on the right of that, and Soyuncu on the left. So yeah, definitely the yeah. same. Yeah, 
I, I was thinking possibly Evans in the middle because he's obviously got the more experience and he can, you know, help out either side. <laughs> he said that, though, Fafana, he doesn't look, well, he's 20 now, I think. He's just had his birth. He doesn't look like he's 20. He looks like he's about 30, to be honest with you, he's experienced-wise. Yeah, I mean, the games that he's been thrown into when we've had injuries and he looks the part, he, he could play in the middle there. Obviously, Evans got the more experience, so I'd put him there. But yeah, for Farno, like Brad says, he's way above his time. We've got we've got a quality defender there. And I think we'll yeah. have some we'll have a lot of uh, big teams coming in for him come the summer. But no, uh, strong back three. If you can tell me a better back three than that in the premiership at the minute. Then I don't think, yeah, like you say, I don't, I don't think there is. But uh, right, let's see, um, Craig, who who had four at the back, he's got to cut it down to three. Do you agree with that, three, Craig? Uh, when when I was looking at um, having a, a three centre halves as part of a back five, then that would have been the would have been the same three in the same positions for Farner, right, Evans, middle, and uh, Kaglar on the left. Um, I, I think it's interesting that. When you do play that and you've got Evans to just hold it together, the, the two others have, have got a bit of freedom to go forward. And we saw that Fafana uh, is not shy in stepping out with the ball. So, um, yeah. uh, no, I, I think that's a solid back three. Now, Evans, obviously, he's con well, not obviously, but his contract expires at the end of the season. I know that, well, the rumours are that we, we, we've started uh, negotiations with him. He's allegedly come out and said he wants to finish his career with us. Um, Northern Ireland the other night didn't qualify for the Euros. Um, do you think he's going to retire from international football and then concentrate with us? And that would be a good thing for us, would it not? Yeah, I, I, I think he probably will. I mean, you've got another two-year cycle now um, mm. to to get to the World Cup. Um, so, I, yeah, I, I, I would imagine that would be the sensible option for him. You saw last night, I only saw a little bit of the game, uh, mm. but even that ball hitting him for their uh, last goal seemed to hurt him. So, uh, I think he needs to be wrapped in a bit more uh, cold ball. I, must admit, I, I didn't... I watched about five minutes, to be honest with you, um, and... But the reports I saw afterwards were that I think Evans was almost sort of Northern Ireland's man of the match. But uh, you know, mm -hmm. if he does retire, I think that would definitely be a be a plus for for ourselves. You know, what 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 might be interesting is the fact that the, the noises that um, Tarkovsky be uh, Tarkovsky has been making up at Burnley about uh, the fact mm -hmm. that he's not going to sign a new contract, uh, and whether we decide that. Uh, Someone like him is a good almost replacement for Evans in terms of a solid defender who would sit in the middle of a back three, but would give you probably three to five years instead of a couple of years of uh, Johnny Evans. But I think that may be a watch this space. Well, yes, like you say, again, those zooms have been going down, but it's uh, we've not got the window yet. Wait till the window comes along and then it'll all, it'll all go mad again. And I think it depends, obviously, as you where Burnley are, which is not in a very nice position at the moment for, for, for them no. anyway. But uh, OK, so I'm just going to uh, let's bring uh, Brad back in and let's have clue number two, Brad, uh, which if I've done my my list correctly here. Ah, oh, thank God for that. <laughs> clue number two, Brad. Yeah, clue number two, the opposition that we played on the day in question, they were actually on their way towards a record. Um, 
to give it more depth in that it was a they were on for a, a record equal they were going to equal a record at that point when playing us and failed to do so when playing us so yeah the team that we played against were on for a record i i i think it was a club record i'm not sure uh i was just i had to double check it and i couldn't find clarity on it but they were on for a record and after they finished playing us that was no longer the case the record was ended they didn't right. reach it okay so let's now go back right wing back again i think this is possibly going to be a everybody agrees but let's have a look see it might not be and i'm <sighs> i am going to go with the one that everybody's thinking but the problem is we've yet to see a certain timothy castagne on the left which is where we all assumed he would play until Pereira got in you know until we realized Pereira's injury injury was longer than what it is now going off what we've seen i think still Pereira gets that right wing back for me but it does beg the question on the left side with a player i think maybe i have to rethink who's going to go on my left side because i had someone else and now i kind of just been thinking about it now mm. we forget timothy castagne has become a bit of a cult hero but ricardo Pereira is probably as stronger on the right side despite the fact that Castagne's done so well there. I think Castagne you know is, he was bought, I think, like you say, to fill that left side. Um, yeah. And I think, you know, it's a case of, well, we'll come on to that position obviously next. But yeah, so we are we are going for, uh, for Piera. Yeah, he does take it, but I did have to remind myself that Castagne has played there. And if I was going off current form, you know, we're building this on a fully fit side, but if we're building for what yeah. we've seen this season, I don't think Pereira would be in there because he's not played. But yes, for no. me, Pereira has to go there. For this, the formation this is, yeah, we, we are we are presuming that, that we can wave a magic wand and everybody's yeah. fit. If I had a winger, if I had a winger, if I had put a winger with my formation, I might have put Pereira on the right wing and gone with Castagne right back. But for the formation I went yeah. with, yeah, Pereira is yeah. where I'm going with it. Okay, so uh, Craig, do you agree with that? I do. I think uh, I think it's a travesty that the guy who uh, the guy whose formation you chose still doesn't know now. I think it's terrible, Brad. Anyway, they <laughs> um, just enter amongst the troops. <laughs> uh, no, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it, it's it's Ricardo. I think um, I think aside from Terence Trent Arnold, um, you know, I think any team in the Premier League would take him, uh, take Ricardo. So yeah, he's he's a definite in there for me. Yep. Okay. And Mark, are we going to make it a full house or? Yeah, we'll make it a full house. And I, I agree with Craig as well. I think it's a travesty. Um, still chopping and changing on his sides. I'm trying to make it on what I've seen them play. I can go with Castagne for my left wing back, but I've not seen him play on that side. We don't know. He might not handle it as well as he's done on the right. That's all I was saying. But he is there, just to come <laughs> off. Uh, anyway. This, this sounds like the like talk of a caretaker manager to me. Yeah, yeah, it does. It does. <laughs> well, they did call me the thin Shakespeare back in the day, but I'm not saying anything else. <laughs> Shakespeare as in to be or not to be, or Shakespeare as in uh, <laughs> as in the coach. As in the coach, probably. Definitely as not etiquette enough to Shakespeare William. <laughs> yeah. Right, let's go to Mark and um, see 
who you'd put in that left position now that uh, we filled the right. So the left wing back, Mark. Christian Fuchs. Fuchs. Now, that's interesting. So you were going for Fuchs. I'm not saying over <laughs> Castagna. You, you might have other plans for him. But the reason for Fuchs? The reason being, Castagna, hmm. he started off really well. He did. He did. The, when, when he first got, we thought, wow, what a player. But then yes. after that, he kind of levelled out a little bit and we didn't really see that much from him. And we've only seen him at right back. So we haven't seen him. So Brad's quite right. We haven't seen him at left back yet. Fuchs has been in the side just recently. If you, if you uh, in the papers, I think it was on uh, Sky Summit, the hottest players in the Premier League right now, Christian yeah. Fuchs was one of them. He yeah. hasn't let it down. He can still bomb forwards and he's a steady pair. And he's, you know, naturally left-footed. You could put Luke, Luke Thomas is one for the future. But because mm. I haven't seen Castagna in the left-back position, and we all know what Fuchs can do, Fuchs gets the vote from me. Do you think, and Fuchs is playing really well, and I think it's good that we're, you know, we're not necessarily going for uh, the ones that we think we should be going for. Um, the, he's played four games. Would he last? And we're going like they say, this is a fully fit team. Do you think he would last the season? Um, possibly, possibly not, Chris. But that's no. where squad depth comes in, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. If he play, if we took him out for the cup games, and you know, and every now and again we give him a little rest, he wouldn't. He wouldn't last a full season playing every single game. No, I, no. I don't. You know, he wouldn't. But then we've got Luke Thomas there. We've got James Justin that can play there. We've got. Yeah play there so our squad depth is fantastic but for me he would be a starter and uh do you think he's still got the, the legs to uh to, to do that position yeah 100 percent if you've watched him in the last few games he's still got energy he can still get up and down the pitch and he's a defender as well what what, what he is good at he can go forward he's not he's no chill well don't get me wrong he's not as fast or as you know he can't do that but he's a steady he's a steady pair of legs and he's he can defend as well he can yeah. defend. I think he's a better defender than than young Luke, and we don't know about yeah. Castagna, so we can't really uh, compare him to that. So no. yeah, no. Fuchs for me. Okay, Fuchs for you. Well, talking of legs, Craig. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you said you were going to keep the that secret, Chris, but uh, yeah, <laughs> um, I, I, I've got to admit, Mark, I'm, I'm surprised there. I'm, I'm surprised. I, I'm surprised that, that Fuchs has got in first, but I'm surprised that um, if you didn't go with Castagna, that James Justin wasn't in front of him, to, to be honest. Uh, I think Fuchs has been a great servant, and uh, I think that left side of a, of, a, of a back three suits him a lot now. My worry on Fuchs would be the recovery runs, and that's why Castagna or James Justin would be uh, uh, in front uh, of Fuchs for me and Castagna would just just pip James Justin um, um he's the one James Justin I think has done great he's had a dodgy moment here or there because he's a young player but wherever we've played him we've played him right back we've played him left back we've played him on the right side of a back three I think he's been a fantastic signing for him and uh, he's uh, he's unfortunate to not make the cut uh, but I think I would, would have to just tip Castagna well, we are now down to deciding votes. Um, so let's bring Brad in. Now, is he going to go for Justin and make it a, a, a three-way split? Or are you going to go for uh, Castagna or Fuchs, Brad? 
Um, I'm actually, I have got a, a, a person, so you won't need to get involved, Chris. I will be picking out one and two. Mm. And I'm, I, I agree with both points that were made, but on the edge of the fact that we, I mentioned it in our last match preview, um, our aftermath after after our last game, and and I mentioned it a lot with a few players of of that sort of age and caliber with their experience when they've come on and or they've had to start games. I'm gonna give Christian Fuchs the starting left wing back position. Wow. For for the fact that exactly like Mark said under the point that I made, we've not seen Castagne on that left yet. If I'd have seen him on the left and he was just as good as what he'd been on the right, <laughs> I, I would have I'm sorry, Craig. You make a good point. You see, you, you gotta remember, you guys. Sorry, just say it, guys. You've got to remember that as you lot are talking, I can still see how the faces that everybody else yeah, is. Yeah. And, I and I think Craig was actually pulling his hair out there. I, <laughs> the, the only the thing is. No, go on, Craig. The go only on. reason I would say the only reason I, I would I would have gone my way is if you were playing a back four, I think a more defensive player in a four, I could take. If you're playing a back three, to have another more defensive player just seems a bit of an overload for me, personally. No, I, I understand that, but I think with the way, like we mentioned earlier, the way Sionchu and Bafana, especially with Evans being in that back three, have more of a creative freedom to push forward. We know with his experience, Fuchs can handle that defensive line and fill that gap if they push forward and get caught out. And let's not remember, let, let's not forget that coming into the back end of last season, a few Leicester fans, and it was only a small majority, but they started getting on the back of Justin for his mistakes. And I think you can see the improvement that he's made since the end of last season when he first burst in, onto the scenes has got to have come from somewhere and that comes from someone being told to put an arm around him and give them their years of experience and what man plays on that side of the field that we have that can give him them years of experience that clearly have helped develop him into a player he has mentor Fuchs and I'm telling you that's the reason and a lot of people have stated it's been pivotal to Fuchs being in this team to where we are now the likes of Fuchs and Morgan staying in our squad as a squad player and that's why while I agree that Justin, long term and through the season, would be more capable of playing every game, I'm not saying he's not right, and I do understand where you know Craig makes some fantastic points, but with what Mark said, that gave it the edge for me because I was still, yeah. I was more on Fuchs at that point anyway. But I think he made the stronger argument for me on that one. I'm going to say Christian Fuchs takes a left wing back. Yeah, I think I think we're obviously pleased that we've got Morgan and Fuchs uh, uh, signed down. But it, I think it was a case of like, you know, where the hell do we go if we didn't have those? But uh, but yeah, yeah, so Fuchs fills the left wing back slot. Okay, Mark, let's stick. Uh, Mark, Brad, let's stick with you to start this one off. Defensive midfielder, I think you'd gone for after this, hadn't you? Yeah. And I think this is easy, even though Mendy's done brilliant since he's had to step in and he will be in for another couple of weeks and probably even after he's recovered, he'll come back in. But I think it's obvious it's Ndidi because like the reason I chose Fuchs over Justin, the reason Mendy's improved is because he's been working with the person who's already at, was already at that level of quality and, and still is ahead of him. I think he still offers some more. He can lock defences a bit better than Mendy. He maybe still does things a lot better than Mendy. And that's Wilfred indeed. He goes into central defensive midfield. Okay. But everything, Mark, everything that um, he's done. Agree with that, Mark? Yes, indeedy. 
<laughs> oh, somebody had to say it. Somebody had to say it. Well done there, Mark. Getting it in there. Boom. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, indeedy for you, even uh, even the way Mendy's been playing. Yeah, I'm not I'm not a big fan of Mendy. He's done all right. But, yeah, it's a no-brainer for me, Wilfred Indini, every, every day of the week. Right. Well, let's uh, let's see if we're going to have a a full house with this one. Then, um, Craig, are we um, are we making it three out of three? I'm 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 slightly shocked, uh, given his love of experience, that Brad didn't try and put Morgan into the defensive midfield spot. <laughs> but um, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with Wilf. Yeah, indeed. Yeah, indeed, he gets it for me. I, th I think, to be honest with you, uh, I mean, I just hope, and obviously the worry is when somebody's been out for as long as they have with an injury, how they will come back. You know, will they come back the same player that we used to have? Um, I think Rogers has learned not to rush players back. So I think when he does come back, he will be eased in. But there is always that worry, isn't there, that, you know, are they still going to be the same player? You, you've probably got the same with uh, with Ricardo as well. You know he's mm -hmm. yeah. Um, yeah. he's been even longer. So uh, I think there's always that. But I think this day and age, it's 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 more rare. I think that the players have a second breakdown. Um, you know, Matty James aside, who uh, unfortunately seems to, to to break down every time he gets close to football. But at least he's getting some game time for Barnsley now. Um, yeah. I, I don't think the rush players, but I think that strength of the squad that you highlighted at the start means that we don't have to rush people back and we can ease them no. in. So I, I think we'll be seeing Ricardo and uh, and Wilf um, getting 20 minutes here and there just to, yeah. just to ease them in. But when everyone's I think, fit, I think yeah. you can't look beyond Ndidi. No, and like you say, I think Rogers has proved that. Like I said, with Madison, you know, he's he's done the right thing in you know easing them back in, and it, it it's yeah. nice that we have that squad that allows him to do that, you know. But uh, right, so um, we're back to now the um, central midfield two, uh, and that didn't work when I clicked it. That did, but before we do that, Brad, I think it's time for just trying to search for it. Clue number three, um, which I'm hoping I know I'm going to press the wrong one and bring the uh, answer up by mistake, but uh, go no, for clue fine. number three, Brad. Yeah, so clue number three, two years later from well, so from 1996, so that helps with what side of the season it was. Two years after that, one of the opposition players missed a crucial penalty for his national side in the World Cup. So if you can Ooh. guess that, you might figure out who it was we played. If you can figure that one out, and it's not it's not easy because of course you know we we have a multitude of nationalities in each of the teams. That, well, since even back then, so yeah, two years after this game, one player would go on to miss a penalty for his national team. Um, the team we played was going for a record, and it was against the Premier League team in the 96-97 season. It'd be interesting to see if anybody else, Craig or, or Mark, know this. I bet Craig does, you know, secretly. I bet uh, I bet Craig does. But, Brad, let's get back to the team. We've got two uh, central midfielders to go for. Yes, and I, I, the reason I went with the, the layout of the formation I did when I wrote this down is because I don't think there's a way you can play all three of the midfielders that I'm going to put forward 
in 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 a in, in a line of three. I think you need one of them in front, and that would be obvious when we get there. So my shout for the two two midfielders is Dennis Pratt and Yuri Tillemans. They will be my shouts for that. They're, they're my two for that spot because I think there's a certain name that will come up later on that can't play in that one plays in front, and that's why I've got one of my midfielders. That's why and I had them. They also, obviously also know each other from Belgium and exactly you know, got the Belgium connection, to... the Belgian bonds. Yeah, well, I mean, to be honest with you, they can speak to each other. They can, um, um, some of well, yeah, just going to sort of, yeah. Um, Rob, I'm not sure what you were replying to there, but oh, I, I say guessing, yes, you are guessing. guessing the team. So Rob has gone for Aston Villa. So let's remember that. Um, is it right? Well, we'll see when we go further on. Um, so, and Andy Medhurst disagrees with you at this point. He's gone for oh, no. He's agreed with you. He's he just put them the other way around. Oh, I haven't been sleeping, guys. That's my excuse. He's gone for Tillemans and Pratt, the well-known alternative midfield to to Pratt and Tillemans. So, <laughs> let's see. Uh, let's see what uh, Mark. Do you do you agree with that, or do you go for something else? Well, because we're having to go for this formation, and you've totally yep. dismissed my formation and uh, Craig's <laughs> formation, and we're having to pick two central midfielders, it has to be the two that have already been mentioned, Tielemans and Pratt. Pratt has come through because Pratt, last season, you know, wasn't an obvious starter. And whether he's become that because of injuries or whatever, but I think looking, he's, I think he's, you know, earned that spot, hasn't he? Yeah, hundred percent. Tielemans as well. When when he first came, he was a bit like um, like I was talking about Castagna. Started really well, and we thought, wow, what a player. But as the season went on, he did tail off a little bit. Maybe it was the uh, the rigors of the Premier League. But he started this season very very well. Um, he, he looks the part again, and that might be because Dennis Pratt's there. You know, they're they're good friends and what have you. So uh, they 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 have to be the two if we're going for this formation. Okay, and let's have a look with um, uh, Craig. Well, based on as uh, as Mark quite rightly said, this this, yeah. this crazy formation that we're being forced to uh, squeeze players into. <laughs> thank you. Um, uh, I'm going to have to go Thanks, with the Brendan. two. <laughs> I'm going to have to go with two players that I had in my um, in the proper real formation. Of the of the midfield three, and I'm going to go with uh, Pratt and Tielemans. So uh, full house. A full house there. Well, uh, I thought you I thought you were going to uh, surprise me there, and uh, when you when you were talking like that. But um, okay, so we've got there so far. We've got Casper uh, in goal, uh, three centre backs for Farner Evans in the centre of the three, and Soyuncu. Uh, the two wing-backs, Pierre and Fuchs, which is the big surprise of the evening, and Pratt and Tillemans uh, making up that central midfield. So we've then got, uh, which I think is eight, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, yep. Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry, nine, sorry with Casper. You've then got what the striker playing off the striker, if you like. I don't know, is, that, is this the, what they call the fake number 10? I've, I've, that always confuses me, but uh, we're playing... I mean, I think we know who the striker's going to be, so the guy that's playing off there, go on, you're going to go. Tell me you're going to go for Perez, Craig. Please, say you're going to oh. go for Perez. Oh, I'd love to. I'd love to. <laughs> um, 
Even yeah, if it's just to... Just sorry, to Brad, Brad's shaking his head there. Brad is shaking his head. Yeah, just just to go against the fact that the two of them have, have ganged up to put Fuchs in there. Um, yeah. But no, I, I mean, if, if, if we're playing this, uh, this formation, um, this rarely seen formation, uh, um, I'm going to go with... Uh, yeah, you've got to go with Madison. Madison, I think um, well, it was a Madison or a Barnes option, possibly, but uh, yeah. So, uh, Madison, let's uh, let's see. I, I bet so uh, Mark might people, go for. Yeah, so some people have got formations that allow them both to play, but you know that's that's for another day. <laughs> yeah, if we're talking if we're talking a false number ten, it's it's got to be Madison. I think he he looks apart when he's playing just behind um, uh, Vardy there. So yeah, for me, Madison, hundred percent. Yeah. Um well let's see the guy who sort of caused all the trouble in the first place when he when he picked this formation. Um not that I, I agreed with him at all, obviously, but uh, he paid me. Brad, hey, who yeah. is he gonna put yeah, in? Yeah, yeah, that's it. Like the You're the one that picked it out of three, could have done any of them. And no, I'm gonna I'm gonna well, I was just about to say him, but now you've said that, I'm going to have to go with these guys that twisted my arm into Madison. I was going to put my best friend in there, but now you've said that. I'm almost <laughs> surprised that Craig, just to get a bit of revenge in the middle, because I, we went to the experience over the youth, didn't go with Hamza Chowdhury. <laughs> for, uh, to go in there with <laughs> someone. Just, yeah, just really messed it up. Oh, dear. Okay, so... Um... <laughs> Am, am I going to? You have to wait. Am I going to overrule? Am I going to pick Perez? That's the question. I'm so tempted to. I'm so tempted. I know Brad will never talk to me again. I tell you <laughs> what, we'll put him. We'll put him left back in the under 18s. He can go start on their side. We'll put him there. <laughs> um, Andy Medhurst has gone for Barnes there. So, um, any, anybody out there going to give a shout out for Perez? I'm asking. I'm waiting. But I don't think it's going to happen, is it? But I tell you what is going to happen. No. Let's go for clue number four, Brad. And let's see um, how we're doing on this. So one, two, three, clue number four. Okay, so one player uh, who played for Leicester, he'd already played He, he uh, played for the opposition on this day. He, he was a former Fox at the time. There was also another player in the opposition camp who became a former Fox. So just to clarify... When we played this team, one had already played for us and one would go on to play for us. So they're both former Foxes in the ride, but at that time, in, in, in that current time in 96, one would go on to play for Leicester and one had already played for Leicester. So there was two former Foxes in that starting lineup Ooh. for our opponents. I nearly slipped and said who it was then. And... <laughs> no, don't do that. After we've done all this work, <laughs> and two get two years after this game, which was in 1996, one player would go on to miss a penalty for his national team. Yeah. Question is, which national team was it? Um, the team played we played for was going for a record. I think it was actually a team record. Their team record, I think it was. Um, yeah. And obviously, clue clue one. It was against the Premier League teams. It was in the Premier League in the ninety six ninety seven season. So um, interesting. Now for this one, I think I can get you all all in here because I think on this formation we need one guy up front uh, and I don't think having left him off number 10 that you're going to sort of stick Perez in there could be an Acho, 
but we all go in um, for the guy who likes the party. Slimani. <laughs> Admiral Muske, the answer, stick him up there. What are you saying, Mark? <laughs> Jamie Vardy, every day. Oh, at least yeah. he's talking sense, Mark. I'm so glad you came along. These two, honestly, I don't know what they're talking about. But, but, but uh, I'm surprised Craig, uh, yeah. I bet in Craig's team, he's actually got Perez and Slimani as the front two. I tell you, I bet you. I bet you. So uh, that, that's Vardy. So we're going with Vardy for Mark, and I presume that you guys are going the same as well. Yeah, yeah, definitely Vardy. Definitely. So just to um, recap then, this is going to be our strongest team, as and when everybody is fit or everybody uh, isn't suspended. Um, we are going for Casper uh, in goal, uh, back three for Farner, Evans and Soyuncu, uh, wing backs, we've got Piera and Fuchs. Uh, defensive midfielder, Indeedy. A uh, couple of midfielders there, Pratt and Tillemans. Madison in the fake number 10 role. Should have been Paris. And Vardy up front, of course, is got to be Vardy, hasn't it? Although, um, somebody's saying here, um, under lone striker. Ooh, I'm not sure. Who's been drinking? Who's been drinking saying him as the lone striker? I know he's quick, but come on. Yeah. And uh, this was a good shout uh, as one of the wing backs, but uh, Albrighton. I mean, I love Albrighton, and he's a great squad player. He always frightens me when he plays that role. As, uh, a couple <laughs> of times when he did it a few seasons ago, he did give a couple of penalties away. But um, there we go. So quickly, let's just get in clue number five, and then we're going to go around and see what your teams would have been um had you had you had the choice and you know brad not bulldozed us all into having his choice <laughs> but clue number <laughs> clue number five brad yeah the clue number five leicester won the game two nil and in front of uh, on that season it was their highest home attendance now i did say it to chris on the vid before when i discussed this with him but i know it was twenty one thousand. I think it was 345. I might be wrong, but I know it was our highest home attendance of that season. So the game finished 2-0 to Leicester, and it was our highest home attendance of the 96-97 season. Well, I'll tell you, oops, let me just uh, press the right button there. Um, I'll tell you what, Mark and Craig, you know, he, he comes with, with half the information. He hasn't even got the exact attendance. I mean, how, how oh, are you going to do a job? Let's do it right, yeah, I think he is. So, just running through all the clues again very quickly. Clue one, uh, it was against a Premier League team in the 96-97 season. Um, clue number two, the team we played for was going for a record for them. Uh, clue number three, uh, two years after this game, one player would go on to miss a penalty for his national team. Mm, but what national team? And clue number five... Uh, sorry, clue number four. One player who played for the opposition would go on to play for the Foxes while one already had. And clue number five. Leicester won the game 2-0 in front of what would be our highest league attendance of the season, even though Brad isn't 100% sure what it is. But um, oh. we are going to go now. We are going to go now. And let's, okay, so that's what we've come up with, a 5-1-2-1-1. Uh, but 
did you brad was that would that have been your your team or was there somebody yeah i mean essentially for what it for what it was i know i know like we say like sky might show that up differently and bt might say it was a three in midfield which essentially it is um mm. but to give a definition to their positions and where they would have sat in front of the players i mean technically it's basically a five it's basically a five yeah. four one without the without the wingers but the way they'd line up naturally in, the, in their defensive unit that's it sounds a bit malfungled more than it is but that is the strongest team i think we've got oh well well perez get off the internet and stop coming on facebook <laughs> using the same name right i don't say I don't, whoever it is won't admit to who they are i think it might be perez i think it might yeah, be perez be. himself you know but yeah um uh, i i think purely like 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 mark says because we haven't seen castagna on the left i had to go with the experience because i have been yeah. singing his praises he, he's a toss-up between justin and fuchs i just think more for the fact that we know he's got kind yeah. of a knowledge of the game and experience and knows how to man manage himself when he yeah. maybe can't keep up with the pace and he's tiring a bit i i wouldn't change too much for my own starting 11. Okay. i think that's no. pretty much my 11 that's i think sorry guys i feel I feel bad now. I feel bad after doing all this. <laughs> I'm, um, sure they, I'm sure they won't let you forget it, mate. I'm sure they won't let you forget it. Uh, okay, then, Mark, let's have a look then. What so you went for, if my memory serves me right, a 5-1-3-1. Yeah, so the back five would have been exactly how we've picked. Um, yeah. So the three centre-halves, Pereira and Fuchs on the left. Then I'd have had Indeedy holding. And then my three, I'd have had T Elements in the middle of that three, sat back slightly, more centre midfield. And I'd have had Madison and Barnes on the flanks, um, interchanging, swapping over, and then Vardy up front. Well, that's, again, not a bad team, is it? Not a bad team at all. And no, I think uh, Barnes has to get in. I mean, there's a lot of doubters of Barnes, and there's a lot of people saying this, that, and he can't finish, and all this kind of thing. But he's coming on leaps and bounds, and he's one of my favourite players at the minute. He excites me when he gets the ball. He, he always looks to do something. We've got too many players in the team that look to stand on the ball, pass it back. But when he gets it, he turns to the opposition and he goes. And I mean, I, I, is this? I mean, this is—is is this the reason why people with Harvey Barnes and saying like, "Oh God, he's shot and he's missed again. He's shot," but he's actually taking the shots yeah, he's in the position isn't he if mm. yeah yes he, he needs to sharpen up but he's getting better and better and better and i've seen a big difference in him since brendan's gone and for but me if you, if, come on i want to say if you want to go no if you say well the guy's always missing but the guy's always shooting better to have that than somebody who's you know gonna get into a position and pass the ball and exactly like I said, it does really frustrate me about Leicester when you watch them play. They're always stepping on the ball and passing it back. We're in some good yeah. positions sometimes, and then it stops and it goes backwards. But with Harvey Barnes, he always looks to go forwards and he looks to create something. Yes, he's yeah. got a little bit of way to go with his finishing and his, his end product, but he's getting into the positions. He's taking on the defenders. Defenders are scared of him. When he goes at him, yeah. He, he causes problems. So for me, he has to be a starter in our eleven. Brilliant. Again, I, I, you know, 
a, an excellent team. That just shows sort of the, the squad depth we've got there. Um, um, Andy Medhurst has come in with Arsenal. Um, so you've got Rob's gone for Villa, Rob's gone for Man United as well. Andy's gone for Arsenal. I will say none of you are right. Hmm. So interesting. Thanks a lot, Mark. We'll come back to you in a second. Um, now then, the font of all knowledge. Go on. Like I yeah, the Christmas tree. So for me, Christmas, I, a bit early to have the Christmas tree up, but let's go for it. Well, what I've gone for is to try and get our most creative players on the on the pitch. I, I think obviously I'm biased, so I think this is the the most exciting um, formation. Uh, so I've I've had to sacrifice Johnny Evans uh, to to make it work. So obviously I've got Casper now. Got a, so uh, the back four is um, uh, Ricardo, uh, Fafana, Caglas, Soyuncu, and Castagna. In front of that, we have a three, which is Ndidi, Tielemans, and Pratt. In front of them, we have a two, which is Madison and Barnes, and then Vardy. So um, for me, that that gives us a. If we if we sit back, you've got a back four with Wilf in front, and then you've got a front five, really, of Tielemans, Pratt, Barnes, Madison and Vardy, all our dangerous players. Plus, if you add to that, you've got the two wing-backs bombing on as well, I think. For me, that, that gets all our exciting players into the team. I, I didn't have Harvey Barnes in before. I couldn't fit him in. Um, but that formation, yeah. I, I think, will work. So I sacrificed Evans and uh, and went with that 4-3-2-1. Uh, what I think this has proved tonight, if nothing else, is that <laughs> no matter how many football fans of the same club you put together, we all come up with different teams, and uh, this is this is why um, this is why I think we <laughs> we love football, and this is why we love. There'll always be somebody that has a moan um, when 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 we said I want to pick that team, you know. But uh, great. Input from all of you. Andy uh, has gone. Well, he's a he's a Craig fan here, and um, Good man, Andy. He's, he's going with Craig. Um, bit of a romance Ooh. going on there, I think. <laughs> oh, yeah. just, I, out I, interest, um, just out of interest, Chris, what would your what would your side be? Oh, uh, here I didn't Ooh. pick one because I I could say I wouldn't have. Um, <laughs> I was going to have to sort of make the final decisions there. That said, if you're going to put me on the spot, I have to be honest with you. I would go with the same formation that Brad went with. Sorry, guys, but that is the formation. And does not. I would probably not have Fuchs in there. I would. Have... <laughs> now, now, Craig. Remember, I can. Uh, I I can do this, Craig. Remember, I did tell you before. <laughs> I can do that to you. Now, I I would have gone with um the 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 basically the same as as Brad so it's three at the back then you've either got wing backs off or sort of you know more across the midfield totally that team that we've come up with as I say I would have just had Castagna instead of Fuchs because I just worry I could say great and he's done a fantastic job for us but I'm just uh, worried about his legs at the moment so you'd have left uh, out as well Chris yeah I'd have left out Fuchs I'd have left out who sorry Left out Barnes as well, Harvey Barnes. I love Barnes, 
and I, I think Barnes coming on um, later in the game with his speed is going to scare defenders that are tired. You know, so if you've if you've got a team that we, you know, the, the the back four are getting a, you know a little bit, you know, they've been defending a lot during the game, they're a little bit tired. Bring Barnes on, and you know he'll he'll terri- like you said, he'll terrify them. He really will. So Craig, I think said that. Um, but yeah, I would I would obviously have it. We, we said it before, didn't we, Brad? About the teams players that we didn't pick would be on the subs bench. But I, I, yeah, I love. I love um, Barnes, but uh, you've got to start Madison for his creativity. Yeah, and look, if if it hadn't been a defensive back line of four, we'd have been going, you know, and, and, and say the three at the back would have won because of how well it's done since it's been implemented by Rogers. Literally, you've been then going, well, does Pereira come in instead of under on the right? And then you go Barnes on the left. Mm. Harvey Barnes would have got in my team if it had just been a back line of three and five in midfield. It's just purely because he seems to be adapting to a new role of becoming more attacking. And it is fantastic to see him starting. I just couldn't squeeze him into a team. Like Craig sacrificed Evans at the back, I sacrificed Harvey as, as an attacking player to shore up our defence. That's just purely why... Harvey doesn't get into my 11. He would be number 12. As Craig said, if he could play five up front of his formations he was trying earlier (laughs) with 37 players, he would have been number 12 on my team. He honestly would have been. But um, I do, I I can't argue against why a lot of people would put Harvey in there. It's just I chose to shore up the defence over the glamour of our attack, which is good to see we've got a glamorous attack. I I think it's, like I said, you know, it shows that this game is all about opinions and, you know, you've got four guys here and we all come up with, you know, a different starting 11 and different, you know, different formations. Uh, it also shows the strength of, of depth that, you know, you're not looking at our team and going, that guy automatically gets in, you know. I'm a lover of Mendy. I think, you know, he's been much maligned over the time that he's been with us. He's had the injuries as well, but he's come in and he shows why we bought him in the first place. And I don't know whether the extension he signed was for a year or not, but we need to get him tied down sort of even longer. And I feel sorry for him because indeed he you can't not play indeed he can you that's the thing but you know mendy is so good but again it just shows at the moment the, the depth we've got in there yeah mendy's mendy's done really well i'm, I'm not a fan of mendy's and i think no. uh will a far better player um but yeah he's, he's come on great leaps and bounds mendy and yeah i think he deserves a new contract and he's uh he's, he's a more than adequate backup to to indeedy well, I wish we could uh, award uh, a prize. We can't award any prizes because I haven't got any money. But if I had a prize for the best comment, which I think somebody uh, somebody does on the TV, the best comment, I would have to give this person. Oh, not that person. That's the wrong. Uh, that was Andy's guess from her. Um, I would have to give this guy the prize for the comment of the night. I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to cut that out and have that framed and uh, send that is over he, uh, to you, Brad. Is, is Perry's on your bench, Brad? Yeah, in the under 18s when they go and play their games. <laughs> it's not on. It's not on my bench for the. He's, he's definitely not on the bench for our eleven or the. Is he on your bench, Craig? Uh, Brad, well, yeah, I mean, Brad prefers uh, the the experienced players, so uh, that's no surprise because he's. I think he's under 28, so. 
Um, yeah, Perez would get on the Perez to get on the bench, I think. Yeah. What about you, Mark? Would you put him on? Uh, no, I don't like Perez. He can he can go to the under eighteens, like Brad says, with any attitude. <laughs> I think I think Brad and Mark would have Lineker on the bench if they could have, you know. <laughs> but uh, what about Inacho? Another no. another bone of contention. Is he on the bench? No, I prefer Slomani. Really? Um, yeah. I'd, I'd have to go with Inacho. I'm afraid I, I'd have to promote him from the under 18s if, if if all else failed because I just don't see us playing to that sort of strength. I, but on a quality basis, you, you make a good point as well, Mark. But I think on a personal basis, I just have to go Inacho. But it's a toss-up between me and which one of them two you'd put on the bench. Can we go with both? We'd put yeah. both on the bench. <laughs> I think technically you can do, but just for the sake of this and a discussion, no. Um, Craig, <laughs> who would... Uh, you said Slimani earlier. Was it a joke or would you have him on the bench over in Acho? I do like... I do like... I mean, I like both players. You know, for me, you, you, you saw my formation. It's all about... It's all about scoring goals, so... You know, they're both on for me. I'll, I'll sacrifice another. Uh, you know what? Let's leave. Let, let's leave Fuchs off the bench. <laughs> Great. He, he can go. He can go in the. He can go and play in the over over fifties. Uh, in the over fifties team. But uh, I, I do. Right, we've had a few. Yeah. Oh, you got to love Fuchs. You can't not love him, can you? You yeah. know, and who, I mean, I know he's going to go over to America eventually. I mean, his wife must get fed up with him saying every year, this is my last year, love. This is my last year. But it would be lovely to see him get a, a like an ambassador role or something. You know, maybe our American ambassador. Who knows? Who knows? But uh, right. So let's have a look then. We've got some actually got some correct answers for the quiz. Oh, that was what I was going to say. Uh, Brad knows the answer. Uh, are you having a guess, yeah, Mark? I hope so. I, yeah. I haven't got a clue. I really I haven't. haven't. No. In it, fairness, it, nor did I. Nor did I. If I told you the person... No, go on, go on, Mark. I'm no, 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 person, don't say anything. Don't, don't say anything go at on. the moment, Brad. No, no more clues at the moment. I, Let's see, I, does, I, the, does the... the, the guess, you know, the, the... I'm not sure that they were in Premiership at the time, but I'd say Derby County. Okay, and Craig, the the font of all knowledge. I'm 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 torn between two, but purely from the the, the penalty miss, um, I'm gonna because it could be two players that I can think of that missed penalties. I could be completely wrong here. I'm gonna go black. You're gonna go for what team? Because I know Blackburn, and Batty right. played for Blackburn and both missed penalties for England, but. I may be way off, but I'll go Blackburn. You go for Blackburn, right? Well, we've got two correct answers. We have got two correct answers. Um, so let's just um, get Brad in, and we will then reveal the answer uh, if I can yeah. get this working. So um, go for it, Brad. Well, Craig actually got the player correct with one of his guesses it was david batty who missed the penalty as we know against argentina in the in, in the 98 world cup scores two nil as you've seen on the screen it was newcastle united that it was um well done to rob 
who guessed it. Um, the record they were on for was their eighth record win in a row, beaten 2-0, and the two former players, the one that had played for us at, 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 at that time was Kitson, Paul Kitson, and obviously we all know the Super Les Ferdinand ended up playing for us Celez. later on Celez. in the life. Yes. Well, um, I can say two people got it right there. Rob got it first. It literally just beat Andy. Andy came up like two seconds after him. So uh, it was Newcastle. Craig, and well, you you <laughs> you know nearly there, Craig. Nearly there. At least I got Batty, so Mark's like me. Yeah, you was right on yeah, that one. You got Batty. Yeah. And Mark, you were like me. I was looking at the clues as they were coming through and actually writing them up, and I didn't Google it because I wanted to see where and I had no idea. No yeah, idea at all. I had no but, idea yeah. either. I wouldn't have got that. And uh, no, no. Andy and Rob have obviously got access to uh, Google, so that's why they got it. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Well, the one thing we have agreed with, uh, if nothing else, is that Perez doesn't start. And Inacho might just make it onto the source bench. Andy says, what do we win? Uh, Brad's going to come round and he's going to do you a string clean your house for you. Um, yeah, and, and, and Chris said he's going to give him a tenner each for, for, for each correct answer as well. Which, which, which Brad is going to donate. <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. But, uh, hey, Thanks, everybody. This has been the longest show to date. Uh, but I was, um, I loved it. I love the fact that we all disagreed. I love the fact that we've all got our own opinions. Um, so I want to say thank you very much, Brad, first of all, for setting the questions. Uh, thanks for doing that. And uh, thanks for joining us. And I will see you next Sunday. Because obviously yeah, now definitely. the Leicester Liverpool game is live on Sky, seven fifteen kickoff, bloody hell, on Sunday night. Uh, I'm going to miss one man and his dog again, aren't I? <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> you know? I think tonight's um, just proved with all four of us coming up with sort of similar teams of power and a few players that we've got hmm. that you know adds to the point that what a depth and squad we've got. Because I could see all the other three lineups that you guys came up with playing a point at some part in the season it just shows the quality we really have got so tonight's been really yeah. interesting i've enjoyed it tonight yeah yes well, thanks a lot brad right. and i shall see you next sunday i shall see you then cheers and mark thank you as well for coming along you didn't get called out um congratulations as i say again on your new job thankfully you didn't get called out because it meant somebody would have popped off so um i'm on i'm on call all the way through the night so hopefully oh. well morning. i just hope i hope it's not going to be a, say, a dead end job for you so um <laughs> <laughs> boom boom but uh you got another week off yet again mate because we haven't got a european game next week so it's the week after that yeah, and well, we'll be just, previewing. I might just come and hijack yours and Brad's show. You'd be more than welcome to hijack any show, <laughs> mate. You know, as long as long as you say you're loving that show. Uh, I've, <laughs> but, uh, I've enjoyed it. Thanks a lot. Thanks for joining us, Mark. Take care yeah, of yourself. Mate. Hope you have a Cheers, quiet thanks. night and you Cheers, don't get Mark. called out. And Cheers, uh, I'll see you in a couple of weeks when we look at the. Um, Oh, he's gone already. When we look at the uh, uh, Braga return leg, Craig, we're on for Tuesday. We are indeed. Yes, we've got more excitement. Liverpool. We can talk about that time. 
Yeah, we've got Liverpool coming up, so we'll be looking at the Liverpool game, which, like I said, is now on the Sunday. Um, they've lost a few players, I believe, with the coronavirus. Um, I think, I think I, did hear, I did hear that they were looking at an emergency loan for Fuchs. But um, whether there's any truth in that, <laughs> I tell you what, <laughs> I'm just thinking Perez as well. Like we just get rid of half our team there, wow. couldn't we? You know. <laughs> but uh, but uh, thanks very much for anyway, Craig, and I shall see you on Tuesday. Pleasure, really enjoyed it. Cheers. And thanks to all you guys for watching, uh, for all your comments and for taking part uh, in, in the quiz which Brad put together for us. Uh, like I say, next week it will be Tuesday um, for the pre-match um, or the Tuesday night show. So we'll be looking at Liverpool next Friday. would normally be back with the opposition view, but I'm in hospital on the Friday. So we might have to shift it to pre-recorded or even on the Saturday but we'll let you know uh, as we go through the week but thanks a lot as I say for watching us please subscribe to our YouTube channel it's Lester Till I Die TV subscribe like and then follow us we're on Instagram we're on Twitter we're on Facebook all the information is coming up please give us a follow thanks very much guys enjoy your weekend do some shopping with the missus keep her happy and we will see you next week and remember Stay safe. Hey guys, Ian Hume here, Xbox in the Box. Watch Chris and Leicester Till I Die TV and follow them on social media for all the up-to-date Leicester City news and information. Cheers. Shut up and sit down. Podcast Network. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. 
Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.